0: for the slow start folks we're live here liberation station radio show finally we're live june 11th 2023 trying to get the software working um to stream live and it's uh not working as well as i thought but well we're streaming live um not sure uh how the audio is is going but uh paid the big bucks to uh go on restream.io in order to stream on several different platforms and um we did an audio check before the show but uh, for some reason um, we weren't able to get it connected all the way so um, I'm broadcasting video and hoping the audio will be synchronized at least somewhat um, let me see if we have audio um, no uh, yeah of course we don't here um, and uh, we'll have to synchronize it uh, at a later time after the show so uh, this, the website, though, if you'd like to join in the chat room, is on the Listen Slash Archives page over at The Liberation com. That's the Listen Slash Archives page at The Liberation Station.com. And um, we're uh, not able to stream live here. Uh, let's see. I think I figured maybe there was an issue here. Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, I think I figured out the whole issue, Sam. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. We're switching over. And, uh, and there, and I switch microphones over. So there we go. There we go, folks. Now we're streaming live with the audio, and... Uh, I figured it out uh, at the last moment here. Um, It was my problem um, learning this new software. Gosh, I thought it would be a problem. Um, Still don't have everything set properly, but um, Sam, if you could give me a, a, a verification acknowledgement that you're reading me, okay, one last time, please. Sam, do you read me on the feed?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. Good. We're ready to roll, and um, and so that's great. Now I can actually actually uh, promote this uh, streaming software, but first reintroduce the show since we now have audio. And uh, this is the live June eleventh, twenty twenty three Liberation Station Radio Show. Here off to a late start, but we are streaming on several video platforms at the moment, I'll tell you about that. The website is theliberationstation.com, and the chat room is over at theliberationstation.com on the listen slash archives page. And I no longer have to stream or share the Facebook stream over to the Republic Broadcasting page. It automatically does it at the start of the show, facebook.com slash Broadcasting. And we are also streaming live today on Twitter, twitter.com slash because there isn't enough room for stations, so liberation, S-T, pardon me, liberation, S-T-A-T-N, and then we're on twitch.tv slash And hopefully, uh, DLive.TV will be working next week. Uh, I'll go back and check. It was supposed to be working, but um, I'll go back and check later on during a break. And we're on... Gosh, let me see here. (laughs) Um, Facebook, of course, uh, fit my own personal page, Republic Broadcasting page, and the um, We Are changed Tampa page from where it orig- uh, used to originate. So, all right, still doing a little bit of checkup here as we get the show started on my own. Uh, I am my own <laughs> video producer, and um, I still don't have the video set to where it looks as good as I would like, but at least uh, we're streaming live, and I'm able to play my own clips and uh, play them uh, Crystal Clear play uh, or show the video of what I what we show on screen and be crystal clear rather than just this TV next to me that will remain on just to show the logos for Republic Broadcasting and the website, the Liberation Station radio show. And the slogan, here's to your health, personally, economically, and ecologically. Teaching the news others lose proves that's what you can truly use. And I see folks are in the chat room. Um, there's a way also to consolidate the chats. And uh, Art, when we were, Art in Georgia, when we were doing a chat earlier, um, I saw your chat. But, uh, may, hey, hey, Art, could you tell me in the chat room where um, you, you posted that comment? Because uh, I had to go delete it, uh, go, go delete the, the uh, video streams, and I checked for your comment before i deleted them but um couldn't find them maybe i missed a uh one of those test video streams that uh took place about a half hour ago so um art has asked well it's awfully early for the show so um that was about 45 minutes ago and um i'm not sure if all these streams are if twitch is working uh we'll have to worry about that later on but um facebook is up and running thanks for confirming that Mar bailey so um i think i've gotten all that out of the way and if you'd like to call in on any news you think is important any commentary on any kind of uh, philosophical discussion you think is relevant any talking talking points for calling into other talk shows to be more persuasive, for instance, you're welcome to call and at 512-248-8252 that's 512-248-8252 and troll free 800-313-9443 that's 800-313-9443. We're here with you every Sunday, 11am to 1pm on Republic Broadcasting Network. And please go over to the donate page at Republic Broadcasting Network and keep this valuable quality community alive because uh, it's so well-founded, so blessed to have lasted all these years, over two decades. So I am honored to be on here and uh, have such a educated, engaging audience, and um, I know that you're the ones for keeping this uh, network afloat and um hopefully i'm i'm hoping to do the same here with this uh this Restream.io software i invested so much in um put down a bunch of money for the plan that allows you to uh, stream up to eight video platforms at once and it's the same plan that uh, same i'm not sure if the same plan same platform that uh, peter seraphine who who um is on the national intel report uh streams his uh does his video streams so uh please donate to republic broadcasting network and keep quality guests and hosts on the air not just the host but the guests too so many educated guests and um i think that they probably are uh, taking advantage Something that has saved uh, a lot of grief and been very the <coughs> styles. You know knowledge is power, made you more powerful, and, and we shall return we'll on Liberation Station radio show, Chris Snyder with you.
1: The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the US Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C. To get the full story, visit Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com and go to the Valcambi Bullion Vault. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombe detachable bars, which break into one-tenth-ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD 602-799-8214.
2: Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado.
0: Station radio show. Chris, I are with you and we are live. Looks like um, if there was an audio issue, uh, we're keeping an eye on it and uh, the video is a little bit better than before. So, um, trying to figure out how to change formats or remove format, have no format whatsoever. So, um, we have the RBN logo. And as you see the video uh, progress, it's going to change a little bit but um, I'm trying to do my best with uh, what I've got. I can put my logo on the screen as I just did, but uh, it's way too small. The software doesn't allow me to enlarge it at all. (laughs) So there's some things uh, I'm working around, and that's what the good old-fashioned monitor next to me is for. So at least I can still use that and uh, play um, video or play things. If I show things up on the screen larger uh, if I need to, um, and uh, try to figure out some... I'm sure there are a lot of tricks I'll be learning as I get, get along with the software. So uh, at restream.io, it's amazing software that allows me to do so many things. Yeah. Paying attention to your chats as well. Now in the chat room over in the listen-slash-archives page at deliberationsstation.com. Um, I think that's still the best place to... Post your comments, though, if you do post comments on any of the social network s- streams, then um, I can see them in one location. Uh, I'm just not sure exactly how to identify where they're coming from. Uh, thanks, Art, for, uh, for giving me feedback on the stream sounding better now. Yeah. So I guess uh, the two places I'll be trying to pay attention to online is the chat room or the chat room and any place on a social network, (laughs) um, comments, but, uh, I encourage you to go over to Republic Broadcasting's, uh, page, facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and comment there. So other folks will be able to see your comments. Um, be nice if this consolidated chat that i see from all the networks all the platforms on which i'm shared if that could be shown to other people also um i can uh at least show you i'll show for instance to highlight a little comment on the screen art says uh, okay stream is breaking up again so if you make a comment in the chat room um I'll be sure to read it, click on the link, and uh, as usual, be more likely to read it on air if you summarize it and uh, tell me what it's about, give a title for it, tell me why it's important to you. But um, it's easier for me to uh, instantly just click on your comment if you uh, post it on a social network feed, and then uh, I can instantly show it up on screen. So if you want to do both, that would be even better as some of you do post in the chat room and on a social network feed. So these are the things in technology uh, that um, we have to work around. Things aren't fully s- centralized, thank God. <laughs> so um, we're working around them, and I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll adapt and uh, make the show even better. But I'm glad that we got everything rolling, and I'm learning how to use this software. So let's get started on the show. Um I think we'll get started with this uh, article from uh, Children's Health Defense. It's right at the top. And uh, I will go over now to share the screen. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, that, that reminds me, I guess I can show the entire chat screen, the entire chat room. Um, if you do want to comment in there and, uh, I can share, I'll have to share everybody's at the same time. So, uh, just for the sake of expediency, rather than having a copy and paste. Uh, let's see here. So, um, I'm having to figure this out. Share screen Brave tab and share. so let's see if it is going to show on the screen i'm sorry folks i'm trying to make sure that uh, everything streaming properly yes it is showing on the stream okay good Th- good thing i have a second computer here next to me to verify what's going on because uh Error. okay now it's working on my main computer that i'm um streaming from so i'm learning how to do stuff folks well you folks we'll get back to the uh, suits of a 24 year old uh family uh, suing for covid vaccine suing the department of defense we'll be right back
3: you can't handle the
0: truth you're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk,
4: real people. Because you can handle the truth.
1: Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science, analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian. And my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my three fifty-seven revolver.
3: I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews.
1: Call it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right?
3: Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here.
0: I'm not taking the vaccine. You Bill Gates?
3: there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state
1: the covid-19
5: virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be the
3: bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show tuesday at nine central and wednesday at one central
4: Welcome to the revolution All the walls are breaking down It's time you had a taste of losing Time the tables turned around I see a glimpse of the recognition But it's too little, it's too late And what you thought was your best decision Just became your worst
0: zoom where i left off i'm able to screen again so let's pull this article up on the screen share so you can see a crystal clear text rather than just on the monitor next to me I see everything in uh, a crystal clear the graphs the video the the charts everything that we will show on the screen now and uh, the audio i'm able to play as well i'm gonna play get into playing some uh, fun little clips in the future, uh, being able to play them spontaneously, occasionally, not overdue, but uh, once in a while. <laughs> so, um, okay, here we go. It's uh, up on the screen. Breaking family of 24 year old who died from COVID vaccine sues DOD, Department of Defense. In groundbreaking case, the family of a 24 year old man who died from complications of COVID 19. Vaccine-induced myocarditis alleges the U.S. Department of Defense engaged in willful misconduct, quote-unquote willful misconduct, when it claimed Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine authorized for emergency use was, quote, safe and effective, end quote. And, of course, uh, willful misconduct needs to be shown for there to be liability when the FDA grants emergency use authorization. So for those products, if you can show willful mis- Misconduct under the PREP Act of 2005, the Public Readiness and uh, Emergency Preparedness Act 2005, that grants liability for emergency use authorization products. Well, if there is willful misconduct involved, then that product does does have liability. The company making it has liability. And uh, let's let's start out the case here. This article by Brenda Baletti, Ph.D., May 31st, 2023. The family of a 24-year-old man who died from complications of COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis today filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Defense which oversaw the development and distribution of the drug under Operation Warp Speed. Ray Flores, the attorney representing the estate of George Watts, Jr., filed the lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia against the DOD and Lloyd Austin III in his official capacity as defense secretary. The lawsuit alleges the DOD engaged in, quote-unquote, willful misconduct, by continuing to exclusively allow distribution of the stockpiled version of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine that had been authorized for emergency use, even after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted full approval to a different vaccine, Comirnaty. According to the complaint, the DOD quote, capitalized on a quintessential quote, bait and switch, and quote, fraud, end quote, using the fact that Comirnaty was FDA-approved to bolster its claims that the vaccine authorized for emergency use was, quote, safe and effective, end quote, in a move that intentionally misled millions of Americans. So what they're saying, I'm going to interject here, is that uh, once Comirnaty was released, a lot of folks, uh, and I've said this at the time, it uh, became FDA-approved. For folks who don't know, Comirnaty is uh, the Pfizer-BioNTech FDA-approved COVID so-called vaccine, and... Once that was approved, a lot of the general public just thought that well, once they're getting the Pfizer-Biontech COVID shot, that there was a magic wand waved over by the FDA, and that was the one that was approved. But no, that was never the case. And uh, for quite a while, uh, Comirnaty hasn't been available in the country. I know uh, for military, it started; uh, they they uh, it became available to them. But um, I'm not sure about uh, the availability on it today, if anyone wants to fill us in on that. And continuing the article, according to the complaint, the DOD, oh, I already read that. uh, The DOD did this despite being fully aware that drugs granted emergency use authorization cannot legally be marketed as safe and effective because the FDA standard for EUA is only that drugs may be effective. That means the DOD intentionally, without justification and with disregard for the risks, misrepresented an experimental vaccine as safe and effective when it could not legally use that terminology, the lawsuit states. As a result, the lawsuit alleges George Watts Jr. was misled into taking the investigational vaccine, and he died as a result. Attorney Michael Baum told the defender in an email, Quote this groundbreaking case filed by George Watts Jr.'s surviving family may provide a path for other COVID vaccine injured individuals to seek recovery for their injuries. The Watts family's complaint shines a light on the willful steps of the uh, willful steps the Department of Defense took that led to Mr. Watts' Pfizer vaccine induced death from myocarditis. Most people are unaware of the Department of Defense's directing the development and distribution of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine. The DOD's actions led to Mr. Watts' improper injection with the unapproved vaccine. The Watts family's case provides an opportunity for wider public awareness of how the COVID vaccine sausage got made under DOD's irresponsible guidance and the tragic results of that conduct for Mr. Watts and, unfortunately, much of the American public. And uh, Children's Health Defense, which uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. heads up, is funding the lawsuit. Um, let's see how much... Uh, I'll, I'll go a little bit further into this article. We have so much more to cover today. And uh, But uh, this, they always do such great research, and this is uh, such a historic event. Um, because uh, it's what a lot of us have been making the point all this time, is that there's willfulness conduct all over the place in so many different ways. Um, let's continue. The article um, Watts waited for a vaccine he thought was safe and effective. Watts was a student at Corning Community College in Corning, New York, when in the summer of 2021, the school mandated the COVID-19 vaccine for all students attending fall classes. The mandate was part of the mandate at the State University of New York, a network of 64 colleges and universities. Watts waited to get vaccinated until the FDA, quote unquote, approved the Pfizer community vaccine and got his first dose at Guthrie Robert Packer Hospital in Pennsylvania on August 27th, 2021. He was administered the EUA Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. The FDA approved the Pfizer community vaccine on August 23rd, 2021 but the DOD didn't make it available. Despite experiencing side effects from the first dose, Watts understood the vaccine to be safe and effective, so he took a second dose at the same location on September 17th, 2021. So that's just uh, slightly under a month later. So say three weeks later following the second dose watts experienced more severe side effects including numbness in his extremities difficulty grasping and holding objects a sinus infection cough and sensitivity to light he visited the er at guthrie hospital on october 12th 2021 which is again uh it's under a month later. Also complaining of a lump on the left side of his neck, the hospital diagnosed him with a sinusitis and prescribed an antibiotic. Watts returned to the ER on October 19, 2021, concerned that he was not improving. After that, his health continued to decline. And I will just interject here that it seems to be the pattern that I've seen for Recipients of the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, COVID shots that it's maybe two or three weeks, uh, anywhere from if if they're going to experience uh, side effects, it's either two or three days to two or three weeks after they get it. I've noticed, um, I'm not sure if uh, anyone would like to comment on their observations with that, Um Continuing the article, on October 27, 2021, at home with his mother, Watts began coughing up blood and then became unresponsive. His mother called 911 and administered CPR. Watts was taken to the ER, where he was found to be in cardiac arrest and subsequently died. He had no previous medical history that could explain his sudden death. Watts also tested negative for COVID-19 in a post-mortem test. The medical examiner ruled that his uh, cause of death to be, quote, complications of COVID-19 vaccine-related myocarditis, end quote. So there you go. The medical examiner actually is pointing the finger and uh, continuing. His death certificate also listed COVID-19 vaccine-related myocarditis as the sole immediate cause of death. An independent physician, Dr. Sanjay Verma, also attested the vaccine was the proximate cause of death as alleged in the complaint. And um, I'm going to skip over this part. i mentioned the PrEP Act uh, protects vaccine producers, not vaccine injured people. Um, Well, you know, this is, this is a really at the underlying, underlying a lot of uh, what's going on is that the, these laws after 9-11, these codes, uh, whatever you want to call them, um, code statutes, rules that were implemented after 9-11 as, a, as 9-11 or the false flag anthrax attacks. Uh, false flag nine eleven, false flag anthrax attacks following on certain congressmen who were complaining against the deep state's, police state measures, Got to uh, those anthrax attacks, which makes it even more suspicious. But um, it's just uh, th- these laws are what underlines uh, what needs to be repealed. So uh, things like the Model State Emergency Health Powers Act that various uh, states have enacted in their own statutes that allow the state health director to, without due process, to forcibly treat, including vaccinate, quarantine, or destroy property, or, you know, vaccinate people, treat people, uh, or quarantine people, but uh, vac- <laughs> uh, destroy their, their property, including their pets. And and uh, and so that needs to be also repealed um, as well as the uh, uh, National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986. All these acts are so fascist in that they remove liability from the shot makers. So um, on second thought, I'm going to get into this, uh, this paragraph of it. So folks can know, you know, these three things, I think these three laws are key. The PREP Act, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986, again, the PREP Act of 2005, and the Model State Emergency Health Powers Act, as they're implemented in various states, and um, good uh, resource on those various states, uh, legal counsel for, um, American Association of Physicians and Surgeons has a lot of commentary on each state and rates, each state from low to high on how, they, how tyrannical or how ruthless they have implemented the Model State Emergency Health Powers Act. So uh, you can go check them out at aapsonline.org. Um, and um, back to this article uh, from the, the Defender magazine. PREP Act protects vaccine producers, not vaccine-injured people. Watt's family first sought compensation for his death under the Health Resources and Services Administration's Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program, or CICP, which was established under the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, which protects, quote, covered persons, end quote, such as pharmaceutical companies or the DOD in this case, from liability for injuries sustained from, quote, countermeasures, end quote, such as vaccines and medications administered during a public health emergency. The only exception to PrEP Act immunity is if a countermeasure-related injury is caused by, quote, willful misconduct, end quote, by a covered person or entity. Since the start of the pandemic, people claiming injuries related to COVID-19 vaccines and other countermeasures submitted 11,686 requests for compensation. And um, I'm not sure if I can share that tab on the screen uh, right off of the bat. Uh, there's so many tabs here. I could have opened so many links in this article, but um, this is one tab I'm thinking of, uh, Because it's at uh, healthsortion.com. Uh, health- And um, I think I can uh, go ahead and do that here just to give this a test run in just a second. Give a little interlude. I'm my own video producer, folks, so uh, please give me uh, about five seconds to share a screen or to uh, change screens. There we go. This is uh, again hrsa.gov screen entitled Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program or CICP data and um, aggregate data as of May first, twenty twenty three. So it's a couple months old, and um, now it's uh, the total number of claims are twelve thousand two hundred five. So you want to check this out and uh, see how how um, how the numbers go up. Uh, showing that this uh, these COVID shots should be removed from the market. And um, let's get back to the article in which we were, from which uh, I was reading here, getting back to learning how to do this uh, screen sharing thing in, in a snap. And we're back. So resuming the article, of those, um, they mentioned 11,686 now again there are over 12,000 of those uh, only 23 have been declared eligible for compensation so that's only 12 only 23 have been declared eligible for compensation out of just under 12,000 most of those are undergoing a quote medical benefits review and quote to determined payment. Since last month, when the CICP started making payments to COVID-19 vaccine injured people, it has made four payments, amounting to a total of $8,592.52. Three of the claims were for myocarditis. Three of the four claims that they have paid out are for myocarditis. That's a lifelong disability. I think... Uh, I think that's really short-cheating them and uh, rubbing fascism in our face once again. Corporatism, that's what this is, of course. We'll be right back. Liberation Station Radio Show. Chris Snyder with you. Stay tuned.
5: You've been messing with my mind. Well, you do it all the time. You've been messing with my mind. You know you do it all the time.
2: That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern
1: needs. Support those that support the network. Support DixieRepublic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
7: Einstein once said,
8: Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Everybody's talking about
5: the kids It get our wrong And every kid you truly feel at home I told you, you should get the dog a bone Get the dog a bone
0: station radio show Chris Tiner, and, get, and it's like everything is going on um, so uh, thanks for giving me the broadcast reports folks on uh, the chat room I think uh, audio looks good okay um, I'm streaming through a browser this uh, restream.io requires I stream through a browser uh, well it doesn't require it, but um, they have a, their own interface so uh might as well use it. And um, every time someone chats, I get an alert. So uh, if anything goes wrong with the audio or video or anything at all, any little thing, please let me know. And um, I'll get an audio alert in the chat. Or um, Sam, i um, sure, will let me know. Um, just uh, hope, hoping that um, I can keep – I get an audio alert from him whenever there's a chat. I think there is. Just, I have to test some things, see how they behave. Well, it doesn't give an audio alert for me, but, um, okay. Uh, if I do get a private chat, I think it'll pop up as a notice. So, um, (laughs) trying to learn how every little thing behaves on this expensive software and take full advantage of it. And now I'll return to the story that, um, I was, uh, I was uh, started out this uh, extensive story from Children's Health Defense, breaking family of 24-year-old who died from COVID vaccine sues DOD in a groundbreaking case May 31st, 2023, by Brenda Balletti, PhD. And now I will go to share that screen again. again just there we are, and. Okay, pick it up. So I'm just trying to, there we go. And uh, the, there we are, uh, it's, it's hard to, the problem with um, sharing a screen is that I have to go to the top of the screen again sometimes to and remember exactly a few words to search where I left off and resuming the DOD Operation Warp Speed and the COVID vaccines. In January 2020, then-Health Secretary Alex M. Azar of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services declared a public health emergency for COVID-19. The emergency declaration allowed the Health Secretary to make a PrEP Act declaration so the FDA could issue an EUA for an unapproved vaccine or other countermeasure to address the emergency if the following emergency circumstances existed. Quote, the existence of a serious or life-threatening disease, a product- quote, may be effective, end quote, in treating or preventing it. Um, There is no adequate, approved, and available alternative to the product for diagnosing, preventing, or treating such disease or condition. A risk-benefit analysis that measures both the known and potential benefits of the product against the known and potential risks of the product is positive, and that the patient's Option to accept or decline the product is protected through informed consent. Of course, you had none of that. Most of these criteria were not met. Uh, I'm adding here to this article, and there are so many other uh, available options. Like, uh, for instance, you know, listed on the FDA's own website, convalescent plasma or convalescent serum. Those are the antibodies of those who have recovered from the COVID shots, and uh, Red Cross. I did a little investigation into. Uh, I mean, I know it was uh, already reported. Uh, Red Cross and one blood uh, that uh, they would not accept blood donations from those who've gotten the COVID shot. And I did a follow up investigation to find that they do now, and they don't screen, they don't test. They say uh, one nurse I called at Red Cross told me that it's because the, those who've gotten the COVID shots have uh, good enough antibodies well that doesn't explain that doesn't answer the question do they have antibodies to donate that are effective and i said i can understand how you're you don't want to uh, have liability so um, you're not going to address the question <laughs> but, yeah, i think your first policy was best <laughs> so uh, i think you should protect yourself in the future and um uh, We'll see, we'll probably have to follow up as news comes along for liability's sake. We'll be right back. Second and final hour Liberation Station radio show. Your the new site is theliberationstation.com. The chat room is on the listen slash archives page. We'll be right back. Stay tuned after these short messages.
3: Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.